Welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. I'm Lindsay. Hey, I'm Jessica. And this is episode 13, Adam's Rib, where we'll be discussing dating part one. And I know you guys have probably all have been itching for this episode, so I guess we can just jump right into it. Oh, yeah. Well, Jessica, are you dating? No, ma'am. That's <laughs> as single as can be. <laughs> single as a slice of bread. Yes, girl. <laughs> That little well, butt piece, too, that's just left in the package oh and no, nobody want to eat it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Somebody want me. I just don't know are who you, yet. Are you the end piece of the loaf of bread? <laughs> Did you just compare yourself to a loaf of bread? Oh, Lord. This episode will definitely be for you, then. Oh, yes, girl. But anyway, so really, the first thing to think about as single women, even if you are single, even if you're in a relationship, is that we have to separate from the world's view on dating. Because God's way is what contradicts the world's ways. And obviously yeah. we are Christian women, so we want God's way. Mm-hmm. So the world may view dating as far as, okay, we're just going to date around, go from guy to guy. No, no, no. That's not how God intended it for it to be. Mm-hmm. The important thing is to discover the character of a person before making any commitment to them. Yeah. So we should find out if that person has been, of course, born again. And if he shares the same desire toward being Christ-like, like we share. Right. Now, I know, Lindsay, we we know you're dating. So when you met your boyfriend, like how long how long did it take you to figure that out? Like, did you take your time to figure that out? I mean, was it something you kind of knew right away? It is so interesting that you asked. Personally, I felt like I did know right away because I do feel when something is meant for you. You just know. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know it's come from God. There's really not a question. You're just at peace with it. You may feel kind of, uh, I don't know. Yeah. You just become at peace with it. So what me and my boyfriend did, maybe about um, a month or two in, we actually decided to fast from one another. Ah. And so we didn't talk to each other at all. Nothing. Social media, text, phone calls to each other for uh, seven whole days. Ooh. And the purpose of How it. How hard was that? Very hard. Oh. <laughs> I think had we waited like 12 months in, it would be a whole lot harder. But if you don't know in 12 months, then mm-hmm. they just probably just ain't the one. Okay. But <laughs> we did it probably about a month or two in to really decide like, okay, are we just physically attracted to each other? Or is this something a whole lot deeper? Mm-hmm. And what we did is we actually took notes of each day of each fast. So we put it in a shared Dropbox. Now, we wouldn't read it until we got back to one another mm-hmm. after that seven days. But it's amazing how way more connected that made us become because the things that he was praying for, I was praying for, and we didn't even know it. And so for me, that really solidified, okay, God, I hear you. Now, throughout our two years of relationships, I questioned, like, "Mm, I don't know, Lord, you know, (laughs) just kind of may even came to you, like, I don't don't know, Jess. Right, right. But, you know, it's so funny because you told me, like, Lindsay, you know, every mistake someone may make does not mean that they are not the one. (laughs) Not major mistakes or anything like that. Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, like, little minor things. I'm all over here freaking out, like, ah. Well, that's cool because the reason I ask is because so many women, like, they meet a guy. And, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I met a guy, 
And from first glance, I'm like, cool. He's a Christian. He likes God. He believes in God. He loves God. <laughs> we can do this. Right. Then within about a week, I see you smoking weed. <laughs> I see you hanging out at the club all mm-hmm. day, all night. I mean, you got more than just me around as you have multiple women around. Mm. And so then it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Where's the man that I met oh, that said he liked, he loves God Girl, and believes in front. God? Girl, straight mm-hmm. friend. And so when you were saying like the expectations of God, like God really wants us to be with people who are equally yoked. And yeah. he wants us to be even, even while just dating. And I know you kind of, you kind of, you can kind of elaborate on that a little bit, given mm-hmm. that you are with someone like that. I'm some, I'm still just learning, trying to figure right. it out. Well, I feel like when it comes to being evilly yoked, okay, well, basically, obviously the ultimate goal of dating is to find a life partner, right? Right. So the Bible does tell us that we as believers, as Christian women, should not marry an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. And so it says it in Second Corinthians chapter 6, to not be tied up as equal partners with people who don't believe. What does righteousness share with that which is outside the law? Mm-hmm. What relationship does light have with darkness? What harmony does Christ have with Satan? What does a believer have in common with someone who doesn't believe? And so because of this, this would weaken our relationship with Christ and it will compromise our morals and standards because... I remember my mother said it best. When you're with someone that's not evenly yoked or whatever, you really think, especially as women, that you're gonna bring them up. It's really kind of the opposite. Yeah, they, they really. It's kind of like, like you know, one of those those weights and mm-hmm. those scales where mm-hmm. it's like you put one brick on one scale, brings the other down. That's yep. kind of how like an unevenly yoked relationship can exactly. be. Exactly, it's never gonna be equal, and eventually he's gonna be kind of bringing you and weighing you down. Yeah, because I mean, and I can say this from experience. Got with a guy. My last relationship, guy with a guy, I really thought we were on the same page. We were never on the same page. I think he knew that. I just didn't know. (laughs) But I stuck in there. I was like, I'm staying with this man. And I ended up in a relationship with him for two years. And Was it that long? It It didn't seem like that. Girl, it was the longest two years of my life. But at the end of the two years, I didn't even recognize myself. Yeah. I was doing things. I picked up some of his bad habits. Mm-hmm. I was doing See? things that I never would do. I don't do. Yeah. I mean, the moment he left, I immediately stopped because yeah. I was only doing it because he was there. Mm-hmm. And so it's uh, you said it perfect. It doesn't more or less. You don't bring him up. like. And I really, no offense, ladies, but it drives me insane when I hear a woman say, I can change him. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. Like, Didn't we mention that in another I episode? think we did. That you yes, can't be you his can't salvation. Be his, you can't. You yeah. can't save a man. It's no different than I mean, they say you can't save you can't save a person who doesn't want to be saved, and that's exactly the situation here. If you're with a man that is fine with what he's doing, don't put this cape on and try to play superhero. You can't save him from anything. If anything, he will start to affect you and what you do. And he'll bring you down right along with him. And before you know it, you're rolling around in the dirt with him. When yeah. that's never, that Getting was never dirty. you in yeah. the beginning. Getting dirty. You look up, come out the mud like, mm-hmm. hey, how I get so dirty? Right, like what happened here? <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I, I thought I praised the pure Jesus. Exactly. Uh-oh. <laughs> Something went wrong. And so, but when it comes to being evenly yoked you really kind of have to think about a number of things and you really have to take a lot of things into consideration so for one ladies you have to guard your heart you mm-hmm. have to yeah. the bible tells us to be extremely careful about giving our affections because mm-hmm. our heart 
influences everything else in our lives. Above all, in Proverbs, it says, above all else, guard your heart for it is a wellspring for your life. And I just mm-hmm. thought that was very, very, that, that hit home for me. I, I think that was just a very powerful verse. It's only like yeah. four words. But <laughs> next thing is to be careful not to date someone that's in bad company because you are known by the company that you keep. Yeah. So you want to date a guy that, you, well, I should say you may want to date, date a guy that you've had your eye on and you Take a close close look at his friends. What are mm-hmm. his friends doing? Are his friends out here just sleeping with all these other females all across that town? You know, odds mm-hmm. are, you know, m- maybe he's trying to be their salvation. Who knows? But yeah, check check the company that they keep before yeah. you try to be amongst his company. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because like we said, it can bring you down too. Right. The and association can. Right. And then it's really a matter of checking. I feel like we're so quick to just fall in love and be in love, and a lot. I think a lot of women don't know what love actually really is. They don't. And so I want to propose a question that comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which really defines love. And on a side note, I definitely encourage all of our listeners to just read 1 Corinthians. It's literally a love letter. The whole book is just a love letter. So I want to propose for you guys to ask yourselves these questions about your relationships. Are you patient with each other? Are you kind to one another? Are you never envious of each other? Do you never boast to or about each other? Is your relationship characterized by humility? Are you never rude to each other? Are you not self-seeking? Are you not easily angered with each other? Do you keep no record of wrongs? Are you truthful with each other? Do you protect each other? And do you trust each other? Now, if you're answering no to a lot of these questions, then you should just probably reevaluate your relationship at this point quickly, <laughs> like right now <laughs> and i really feel like for me this is kind of what I, I uphold my personal relationship to you know obviously there's going to be struggles mm-hmm. along the way because you're human yeah. and men truly are from mars women truly are from venus <laughs> when it comes to a lot of things but that's where the evenly yoked needs to come into play because he will be abiding by these things too mm-hmm. that's so true but now i want to piggyback off the love thing um It is very important to make sure that once in the relationship, if you all are saying I love you, it's very important that it's a sincere I love you. But before the guy comes, how much do you love you? Mm, You need to take the time to love on you. If you don't love you, he won't love you. He won't love you. You women have to understand that. Men only approach you and they only give you what you what you say it's okay to give. They're le- they learn from you. If you're treating yourself any old kind of way, they're going to treat you any old kind of way. They literally learn from you. You are the map. You're the you're like the handbook on how they can treat you, so how they're going to love standards you. is what you're saying. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, that may seem obvious, but I think a lot of them would probably don't really think. Well, and it's so unfortunate. They, they don't. Well, and it's it, it's it's sad to say but women have kind of really lost the value in themselves over the years. Like, I mean, I, I look back at, I look at, I love old movies, like, or at least like movies from like old settings. And I, I used to just love watching movies that where they showed old school love. Like mm-hmm. you Give see an example. This, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a movie. Um, like how old are you mean? Like nineties old? No, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, I mean like back like old? in the sixties, like, <laughs> Like the 40s to the 60s. I just love okay. to see how mm-hmm. men courted women in that yeah. time. And I loved more how women carried themselves in that time. Right. Um, I 
even think back on my grandparents. My grandparents have been married 62 years, married for 62 (laughs) years. Like, that's just insane, right? Mm -hmm. You rarely hear that. But I remember, I just think about the story my granny would tell us about how granddaddy got her. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, buying flowers just because. Yeah. I mean, and she would, but it was the standard. She said, too, you only allowed to see me from this time to this time. I'm only, it's only okay for you to be around me in this company. It's only okay for you to bring certain things to me. It's only okay Mm -hmm. for you to talk to me a certain kind of way. Like she didn't allow him to do whatever he wanted. Right. She set a standard and my granddaddy followed the standard and 62 years later, they're still married. And I just wish that we could get back to that. Like loving yourself enough to set the standard. But then also loving yourself enough to make sure that the man that comes in your life can meet the standard and love you just as much as you love yourself, if not more. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important to keep in mind that sex does not mean that he will love you more. If that makes sense. Yes, it does. Because as we all hopefully are aware that sex um, premarital sex is not of God right? <laughs> and that sex was created for marriage mm-hmm. and I feel like sexually fortunately but unfortunately it was created to obviously enjoy and things like that but since it is enjoyable I think that's why a lot of women succumb to it obviously because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was meant to be enjoyed but it was meant to be enjoyed by someone who is your husband someone who is your wife and so when you're in this committed relationship it is important for you guys to be on the same page so that you guys will not succumb to these temptations because obviously you're going to have that attraction there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I mean, I don't know, but I really do feel like, I guess, I, I don't know how I want to say this. I feel like sometimes you probably wouldn't really technically be in love until you actually have formed that union of a marriage and you have now, you know, solidified that marriage through sex, if that makes sense. I mean, I've never been married, so I don't know. Right. I mean, <laughs> and I don't either. So. <laughs> but when, when I read about it in the Bible, when it just comes to sex and, you know, relationships and love and things like that, that I think that's just how it's, in my opinion, I think that's just how it's becoming described. Yeah. And so avoiding that sexual immorality, it even says, again, in First Corinthians chapter 6, that every sin that a person can do is committed outside the body, except those who engage in sexual immorality commit sin against their own bodies. So not only are you damaging your relationship, you're damaging yourself, yeah. men and women. This exactly. is not just for women. That's, exactly. that's men and women. Yeah. And so I feel like, Jessica, remember that um, thing you told me to watch, No Sheets? Oh, yes. Huh? Talk about that. <laughs> that was, what was her name? Dr. Juanita yeah. Bynum. She <laughs> preached a sermon like this was many years ago, sometime in the 90s. But it, it she ended up making a DVD about it. And it was it was entitled No More Sheets. And she really went in about her testimony on how she was a promiscuous woman. She slept around a lot. And she just remembers like she reflected on those times where she just felt dirty mm-hmm. from being involved with all these men and and then she finally got to that place where she knew God was calling her to serve in ministry she knew God was calling her to preach but she knew she had to get to a place where she had to let this stuff go she Mm -hmm. had to let go of this promiscuous lifestyle and that's where this no more sheets thing came in that's what God put on her he said no more sheets no more laying up in everybody's bed no more giving away your body like place some value on yourself for once and and I actually want to encourage this really is to encourage women who have had sex. But at this point, you want to do things the right way and you want to give yourself to you want to save yourself for your husband. Just because you've done it doesn't mean you it's not too late to give in to God. Like mm-hmm. I have two kids. 
and I am not married, never have been. But obviously, so obviously I've sinned. I've obviously made those mistakes. But at the same time, now that I'm on this path to get that husband, I want that husband. I need that husband. Mm -hmm. And the only way that's going to happen is if I do this the way God wants me to do it and the way God commissioned me to do it. And that's what Dr. Bynum was going into in this No More Sheets thing. She was just saying, like, it's okay to just do it God's way. Yeah. Give it up. No more sheets. Stop counting how many men you slept with and count how many blessings God has given you so that and then you can make take those blessings to encourage you to keep going and keep going in your purity so that when the time comes for that husband, you can give this man something pure. Right. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It ain't like all the way pure, but you know what I'm saying? Like, remember you had me watch that and I watched at least two or three times. I mean, I loved it because I've never just thought of it that way. And I think she even said like the more men you have sex with, you know, obviously, your souls are connected. Exactly. Yes. Your souls are intertwined. And so she's like, women wonder why, you know, they cannot let go of all these past men. It's because now they are a part of you, you. once they've mm -hmm. entered your body yep. prematurely. Yep. And that's not how God ordained it. So yeah. YouTube, no more sheets, like as in bed sheets. <laughs> yes. And watch that. I mean, it's, oh it's powerful. It, it, it is, is very powerful. powerful. I mean, at the end, it, it's going to have you looking at your life so differently. And you made the, when you brought up the point about the souls connecting and all that like soul ties are something vicious yeah. and that is why I do encourage single women like keep your stuff sacred like mm -hmm. keep your stuff to yourself for as long as you can until that man throws a ring on it and changes <laughs> your name mm -hmm. because once your soul gets tied to somebody and we as women because we're so emotional yeah it's hard it I mean it, I'm still getting over my ex. I'm still getting over other exes mm -hmm. because I allowed myself to, I, my soul got tied to them way before it was time for me to be tied to right. them. And so, I mean, to save yourself the, the drama and that heaviness on your spirit, don't go and add more. Like, get over the ones that's already there. And just stay, just stay, just wait for your husband, okay? Yeah. <laughs> just wait for your man. And I encourage those women out there who are in a relationship to really, how can I say this? I guess I would encourage women who are in that relationship to not treat them as if that man is your husband, mm -hmm. but act accordingly and prepare. So what mm -hmm. I mean by that is... You know, don't be out here buying up all his stuff for him or co-signing all this stuff, whatever, okay. you know, <laughs> oh. you know, do that when you when you're married, because now you guys are actual equal partners now. Mm -hmm. But what I mean by that is preparing for that. So for me, I pray for my boyfriend as if he will be my husband, because I know he would be because that is what God ordained. So I'm praying very specific things for him, for mm -hmm. us. So mm -hmm. I'm literally praying about every part of his body. God, you know block his vision to anything that should not be in his tunnel vision, whether mm -hmm. that be women of temptation, particular crowd circumstances, whatever, block his ears, make sure that he's receiving messages that are meant for him. And he's not receiving negativity and he's hearing mm -hmm. that Lord guide his feet, give him and walk him into the direction that you want him to go into these, these open doors, bless his shoulders. Since he's carrying the world on his shoulders. I literally pray for mm -hmm. every single body part. And mm -hmm. I think that's important to know when you're in a relationship is that, you are praying for him and hopefully he's praying that same prayer for you. And for me, it's always so amazing. This is how so importantly it is to be evenly yoked is that we may literally be in a situation 
And, you know, I'm praying about it, not even knowing that he's praying about the same thing. And I may finally go to him now that I have prayed about it and I've kind of got the clarity that I may have need, needed to receive from God. I'll go to him. He'll be like, you know what? I was praying the same thing. And I got that same clarification. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. that is that's so, so powerful to me that when you're a couple of God, that you're able to have that divine connection. Yeah. Well, and you said it best. I actually just recently recorded and released a a video blog for my, on my stay pretty page. And we talked about, I talked about um, praying for your husband, even if you don't know his name, whether you have the boyfriend or whether you don't, you can start going to God for him now. He needs that covering. You he, you need to get into that habit of being able to cover your man. So when he does get here, single ladies, you will already be in the in the habit. You will already have the behavior of going to God every day, every night for your husband. So that I mean, your husband needs a woman that know that he he needs a woman that can cover him in prayer. Yeah. He needs a woman that he knows. When I'm down, she's going to God for me. When I'm weak and I just don't have it, she's going to God for me. Now, don't go and glorify these boyfriends like they're already husbands. Hello? Don't do or that. Or like they're God. Or like they're God. <laughs> don't you dare put God before you. No. Like, don't put the boyfriend before God. No. That's a mistake. And don't go and start spending your rent money on a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm just saying that will mess you up. Because I'm sure your husband wants a woman who's maybe responsible with her money, responsible with any, with her possessions. You know what I'm saying? Make yourself be responsible. Why you still right, right now. So that when the husband comes, you will already have, you'll have a certain thing going on and you all can build this together. You don't want to go and go broke and then expect him to marry you later. That's not how that works. Mm -hmm. Like he will, he will do exactly what you allow him to do. If you allow him to bleed you dry, well, that's exactly what he's going to do. Right. And then he will move on to the next victim. You don't want to be a victim. You want to be a wife. That's the whole point. That's where we're aspiring to be. We're aspiring to marriage. Yeah. So, but pray, definitely pray. Yeah. yeah. And just in addition to what Jessica just said, and we can just kind of wrap this up with this and Proverbs 31. Well, obviously I'm hoping that we all know and are aware of the Proverbs 31 woman, but early on in Proverbs, I think like chapter one, Wisdom is actually compared to a woman. It's just that chapter 31 goes into way more detail, the worth of a good wife to her husband, which I'm sure we're obviously all striving to be. Mm -hmm. And those characteristics include the ones you just mentioned, manual labor, her fulfillment of her responsibilities to those that need her, her ability to provide for her family, her wisdom and caring for herself so that she can have strength and caring for others, which is kind of what we uphold Adam's rib to be as well. Check our website. But (laughs) so I definitely think that we can just end it and wrap it up with that. Uh, We are going to have a part two of this episode. So check us out next week. We'll have some men in the studio with us, some special guests kind of getting their take on how they treat their relationships and what they look for in a woman and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all that good stuff. So Jessica, anything you want to leave? No, I mean, just, I mean, prepare, ladies. Just be prepared. And God is getting ready to bless you with that man. So don't get down about it. Don't feel down and out. And don't feel like you're counted out. He's coming, but you just have to be ready for him to get here. So right. just be patient. Yeah, patience. Yeah, we'll talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll catch you guys next week. All Thanks right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.